welcome to the Pinstripe Alley podcast. Um, all right, Shaw. Let's just get right into it, and let's just yeah. Let there's no know. introduction. There's no introduction. So as we're recording this, it's Wednesday night, and the Yankees and the Red Sox just got into a brawl because the Red Sox are giant babies who are upset about Tyler Austin sliding into Brock Holt. Yeah, exactly. No, literally, like as we were ready to start this podcast, a brawl broke out. I'm like, well, uh, let's see how this plays out because I think we've got our opening for the show. <laughs> I think it took us about like 30 minutes to actually start recording because we were just too mesmerized by the stupidity of what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, giant, giant man children, and I'll just say it right now, Bunt Boston. For those who don't know, uh, that is my censored version of the F-bomb. An F-bomb for Boston, I was about to say F-rod, but, you know, you can't do that. This is so dumb. It's really dumb. And also, Fenway Park is apparently playing Let It Go from Frozen, which is quite rich considering they're the ones who are who started this crap. I know. And apparently, like uh, Nevin got Phil Nevin, the Yankees bench coach, he got tossed, and I think he started I don't know physically fighting with the umps, but <laughs> did he? I don't know. There's a lot going on right now, guys. We have no idea. Kind of. But on the fun fact, I'm going to see Frozen on Broadway on Saturday, so at least that, I have that. Nice. I didn't even know they had a <laughs> Frozen Broadway show. It, wait, is it, it is it on ice, or is it just regular? No, it's like a legit like a Broadway show, not Frozen on Ice. It's actual Frozen. Um, it just opened up the last week of March, officially. Oh, okay. Well, so that's... it's fairly new. <laughs> well, that's nice. You know, good Disney movie. Not my favorite of the newer ones, but, you know, right up there. I still like it. I, think, I, I, think, I was uh, very obsessed with Frozen. I think uh, Moana took my uh, top spot for the newer Disney, you know, 3D animated movies. I Moana loved, was very good. I loved Very Moana. good. I, I love how we've progressed from <laughs> Yankees, Red Sox fighting each other to discussing Disney movies. Well, see, there's the difference. They're big babies, and we're just children at heart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and plus, those are good movies. They are good Screw movies. anyone who says otherwise. Apparently, uh, both Tyler Austin and Joe Kelly were ejected from the game, and Phil Nevin was also tossed, so good times. Yeah. And, like, Tyler Austin charging the mound, I have to say, was dumb. Like, you knew this was coming, just... I, I mean, I get it though. You got two like 98 mile hour fastballs thrown at you as, and I'm using Jared Diamond for my reference on the speed because I didn't remember for no reason because he didn't do anything. And like, so I get why he's pissed, but just take, just walk to first. Let hopefully Major League Baseball like, you know, does their part and suspended Joe Kelly. And now you risked yourself being suspended. And especially considering this team doesn't have really much first base depth. Now, we don't know if, like, Judge or CeCe or anybody else is getting suspended for no reason. It's all bad. Fighting is dumb for dumb reasons. Yeah. No, I mean, I look at, I, honestly, I didn't even see this. I can't judge because I did not see Tyler Austin slide because at that point I was at Costco uh, getting, like, mozzarella and the bread and um, what else did I get? Some Diet Coke. 
Okay, you don't need to hear my grocery list. The point is... <laughs> I'll just say, are we going to go over all of this? Well, we do love food on this podcast, Shaw. We do. But yeah, so I was at Costco, and I did not even see Tyler Austin's slide into Brock Holt, so I don't know how bad it was. I will most likely... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm doing LinkedIn tonight, so I will definitely be looking into Well, it. I just sent you the video of it, so you can take a look for yourself and judge. Okay. Because it is not bad at all. They're literally just being children about it. That sounds good. That that's that's good. Uh, yeah. And what's funny is this isn't even like the first fight of the day. There was another big fight in the Rockies Padres game where I don't know I forget who it was who threw behind uh, Nolan Arenado, but Arenado charged the mound, and they got into a big deal. I think oh the, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, the pitcher like after when Arenado was charging the mound, the pitcher threw his glove at him and missed, and there was a funny tweet <laughs> like away. showing it. Yeah, and then ran away, which was hilarious. But there was it was um oh I was gonna say it was Luis Perdomo. Yes, the Padres. Perdomo, and I'm the first person Perdomo. to make that joke. Nailed it, but no um. <laughs> No, but I love that he threw his glove and, like, someone put a photo of uh, StatCast stuff for his... Oh, really? I, yeah. I did not see that. Like his, And someone says, like, yeah, he's been having trouble with his motions lately because the glove missed him. So <laughs> Baseball peer, athletes in general, just grow up. You're adults. You're playing a game for a living, and you're making lots of money doing it. We should note that I think this is pretty cool. Like, Aaron Judge and, you know... Judge and Stanton are clearly, like, our big, beefy boys. Like, they didn't really throw a punch. I don't think they oh, yeah. threw a punch either. Like, Judge and Stanton were out there playing Peacemaker, and they pretty much shoved the entire Red Sox, you know, <laughs> team back to their dugout, which was, that is admittedly pretty awesome. Essentially, it was like, it was like the Hulk, but not angry, just being in the middle there and be like, just really don't set me off right now. Oh. Like. Oh, wow, dude. I just saw this video of uh, furious CC Sabathia shoving uh, Chris Sale and Mitch Moreland. <laughs> I need you to send me this video because I, I think I, I missed will. that during the <laughs> I will because it, it's, it's pretty amazing. Wow. <laughs> CC is so upset. Like, and like, I, I love CC. And I hope, you know, he gets well soon. But you're on the disabled list with the hip injury. Don't run out into a fight. I know. That was my literal thought. I was like, Cece, (laughs) your hip is broken. Stay in the dugout. We need you, buddy. (laughs) Nope. Going out there, shoving sail. I mean, but, I mean, I expect this from Cece. He's a a fiery dude. Yeah. I mean, you've listened to the R2C2 podcast, right? Like. You know. I have. I, I, I won't say I'm a religious listener. That's mostly just my fault than, like, a knock on the part, podcast itself. But, like, the few episodes I have listened to or, like, the few snippets I have listened to, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm looking at this slide now, now that we're, you know, discussing things. Uh, it's not the best of slides, admittedly. It's it, it's not that bad. It's not worthy of whatever this was. Yeah, I guess they like, could... I get that he, hits, he hits Holt a little bit on the shin or the leg, but just calm down. I will say this. I guess they are a little antsy because of the... Because you remember last year, 
the whole uh, Machado into Pedroia, and Pedroia is still out. I don't know if it's for that reason. It's probably for other he's old and short reasons. But <laughs> and the Hobbit. Yeah, and the Hobbit. But uh, yeah, so they could be testy about like bad slides. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. It no. wasn't the best of slides, no. but it's not no. worth the throwing it freaking. And plus, they missed once and then threw again. I agree, though. Tyler Austin should have just taken the base, but screw it. No, and, and like, and I get at that point, it's hard to control your emotions when you have a, a hundred mile an hour fastball like coming at you. So like, I can't even you know really preach at him because like I can't pretend I would I wouldn't do the same thing in that situation. Yeah, but I would just hope he's better than I am. I guess. No, they're not. We're we're not, not honestly like we're not better than them. They're not better than us. They're not better than us. <laughs> I'm I'm more just mad at like the Red Sox for being like children and babies about this. Than like I am about like Tyler Austin actually charging because and I'm sure that may sound biased because believe it or not I'm a Yankee fan. You you are. This this is breaking news I know, but it's just this whole thing could have been avoided if you didn't just plunk a dude for something and like Major League Baseball really needs to start doing some getting a little bit more serious about their suspensions for like intentionally hitting a guy. Yeah. Forget five games or whatever. Give him like a twenty five-game suspension right off the bat. Like, don't even mess around. That's, like, the only way to start start, start avoiding this. Uh, I mean, it won't, but, yeah, you gotta do something. But... When you're when you're at risk of missing, like, 25... Oh, frick, screw it. 50 games. 50 games. You throw at somebody intentionally, 50 games. Boom. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway. Alright. Yes. Well, if anything I else guess... happens with this stupid brawl, we'll, we'll pretty much talk about it, but... Yeah. It is now the bottom of the seventh, and Chad Green is pitching to uh, Devers. That's where we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... I guess if baseball resumes, we should. I heard Didi made a nice play, but regardless of that... He's, he's made a few today. It's actually been nice. Surprisingly, Didi Gregorius is pretty good on you know defense and offense. He's, you know, we should probably talk about him for a bit. He He's pretty pretty solid. I'd go as far as to say that he's good at baseball. Whoa. I know. Whoa. Scorching hot take there from yeah, me, but... Agreed. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. Didi is doing everything well. I mean, he's hitting dingers. He's hitting double. I mean, he's hitting so many extra base hits. He's good on defense. It's scary that um, Gregorius is, I think, improving. Like, every year since he's been on the Yankees, he's gotten better. <laughs> Like it's like he's training in the hyperbolic time chamber and just improving every every year. You have no idea what that means. Do you? Yeah, of course I do. You think I don't want track and field? I don't. I don't Come know on, your guy. whole habits. <laughs> We've definitely discussed DBZ okay. before. That is true. Which I am. I am now watching the American version of Dragon Ball Super, and I've got to say, I've just reached the point. I don't know if you're caught up on that or not. Uh, Are yes. you? Oh, I'm. I'm fully caught up. Yeah, so I've reached the it's reached the point where Goku Black turns Super Saiyan Rose, and that is by far the funniest oh, thing I've ever seen. Because the, these, the naming conventions are so bad. I, I I will say I've started to refer to Super Saiyan Blue as Blooper Saiyan. <laughs> nice. I did. It is now that the, it is now canon. Oh, I hate baseball. No. 
Yeah. Baseball sucks. Can we talk about hockey? The Flyers lost seven nothing in the first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So yeah, ho- hockey's good. good. I know the the Wild, who I'm now rooting for because I live in Minnesota. Uh, I believe they lost today's game, like three three to two or something like that. So they did, unfortunately. I am pulling for the mild. The mild. <laughs> Honestly, they would probably describe it as that too. <laughs> I am pulling for the wild know, in this series because I, other, I am a yeah, Devils fan. I know fan. in other Minnesota sports news, the uh, Timberwolves are playing tonight, and that, I believe if they win tonight, they're in the playoffs, and if they don't, they are not in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I think it's like the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, and apparently they're now tied 101 with four seconds left oh, in the geez. fourth. Anyway, <laughs> back to baseball. Okay, so Stanton is good. Stanton is good. He's seems to be alive now in that 14-1 cluster bunt of a loss that was Tuesday night. He's had like two hits, so I guess that's like a if you want to call it like a good side of good part of that game, which nothing was really good. And then today he hit he had a two-run triple early on in in the first, which should have been a home run, but you know. Revered Hall of Doubles, as you like to call it. Yeah, exactly. And then he had then he had another fly out that went deep that probably would have been a home run anywhere else, but you know, Fenway Park, dumb got a dumb. Agreed. But I guess he just really needs to get out of uh, Yankee Stadium. He did not have a good home stand. He did not. No. And I mean, even before the homestand, like in Toronto, he had like his debut game was good, but then like I guess he was just quote unquote quiet after that. I don't want, I don't remember if he was bad particularly. I just don't remember much besides his like monster dongs in his they, first they were game. Quite monstrous, yeah. But hopefully, this is just kind of like you know the wake up call he and the team needed because it's weird. Like the Yankees have been like bad and annoying, but like. They haven't really had many, like, noticeable flaws. I don't know if that's, like, the right way to describe it. But, like, their issues have stemmed from, like, Stanton and Sanchez and, like, the very talented bullpen being bad. But, you know, you know those guys are going to turn it around because they're that good. So it's just, like, a crappy week. But I think that's all there is to it. (laughs) pretty much. I got nothing. Still listening. Hopefully, hopefully... Yeah. The brawl is very distracting. I'm trying to like focus while like actually I talking. Know. But no, exactly. I mean, Stanton had a slow start. Uh, Gary uh, had a slow start, but tonight seems to have uh, reinvigorated him. Yeah. So my favorite storyline about all this is that uh, Brian Hoke of MLB.com had an article published at 6:59 p.m. about Gary Sanchez and how he was like. You know, it sucks that I'm not hitting, but I feel good about my defense, and at least I'm, like, contributing on one side of the ball. But I feel good, and I think that I'll, I think I'll break out of the slump soon. And then he has, like, two home runs uh, in this game uh, already, two two-run home runs. And the first one was the funniest because, like, J.D. Martinez is in left field, and he's, like, looking up like he's about to catch it. And then the ball goes, like, 40 feet behind him, like, over the monster and then the other one was just absolutely demolished by fake John Lackey, something called Heath Hembry. Hembry. But Gary Sanchez is awake. The Kraken yes. is unleashed. And I mean, besides his, you know, offense sluggish, there's nothing wrong with his defense. I mean, I feel like he's been uh, blocking balls 
behind the, you know, behind the plate a lot better, like not allowing as many. He definitely has. Like, um, sure, it's just the eye test, which doesn't really tell much. But the eye test, he's passed so far this season. It's been very good. I can't remember anyone really like complaining about his defense at all so far this year, which is weird. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are fans out there who have complained about it, but I mean. We just don't listen to them. I mean, I don't feel their opinion matters. <laughs> they do, they doesn't. They're probably the same ones who booed Stanton, and like, you should just go away if you booed John Carlos Stanton. Literally, NL MVP wanted to be a Yankee. Oh, I mean, I get it. We're all frustrated. Like, you know, it was a frustrating series to watch him bat. And look, you know my history. I'm not like a hundred percent opposed to booing, like a lot of people are. Like I've definitely booed people when I'm frustrated and stuff, but mainly like the Mitres of this world. But like, come on, give him a break. Yeah, like boo people who deserve it. Don't boo the NL MVP who worked his way into to the Yankees one week into the season. Like, I get it if it was June or July and he's just been god-awful. Fine. But stop. And and it's literally not even – they're not even upset that he like he was doing poorly. They're just upset because he struck out. Wah. Yeah. Like, who cares if he struck out or grounded out or flew out? He got out. That's all there is to it. Exactly. I mean, come on. But, you know, productive oh, the, the John Sterling favorite. He's got to do something every game. You know what I think really galls me about, like, uh, I guess a lot of people will be happy with this brawl just because, uh, you know, be like, oh, the rivalry's back, and they're just going to play it over and over again and use it to, like, fuel all of the basic constant rival. Uh, look, I'll be honest. I've hated the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry ever since, like, they really started playing each other 19 times a year, and it just, it's just the constant, constant hype of it, like, overblown over and over again, every time on, you know, Sunday night baseball or Saturday night's game of the week, and it's like, come on. It's too exhausting to care about. (laughs) Like, I, I can't be expected to, like, have my, like, Give a crap 19 times a year. I just can't. It's like, come on. Like, don't get me wrong. I love when the Red Sox lose. Like, more than, like, more than most things in life. I love when the Red Sox lose. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love when the Yankees beat them. But it's just really, like, the overhype of it that really just gets me. That's the, that's what it gets, that's what's exhausting, yeah. Like, if there were maybe, like, 12 games in the year, like, so basically, like, four series uh, against the Red Sox a year, I could bring myself to be like, oh, you know what, yeah, okay, I'm kind of getting kind of pumped about this, I'm getting kind of excited, but 19 games! 19. I don't know, I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) Like, now I can't even get myself to care about, like, five of them. Like, I honestly, like, yesterday, uh, I was at the Twins game, and today I was at Costco, it's like, I can't even bring myself to, like, really care this early. And I should, but I, I just don't. It's like, I just want to not... I just want players to stop getting injured and for us to, you know, start not playing badly. Yeah, I'm, like, too focused on the Yankees themselves to care about anything larger than exactly. that. Exactly. That's, that's exactly it. Like, 
I'm really just focused on them being good because that whole home series, they were annoying as crap. And it's like, yeah. even like when they swept the Rays, like it, they weren't really like fun games. Well, I feel like the Rays are terrible and, and they're going, and yeah. that's what's like, it's almost annoying to me. Like how not, they're not only bad, but they're intentionally bad. And it's like, that almost just sucks the fun out of it because you know, I like competing against good teams, and when a team is not good... How dare I, I, you? I look at it this way. like If a team is not good, then you know, beating them is like a foregone conclusion, and when you lose to a, a really bad team, that just makes it all the more worse, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. It's, it's just not fun. Precisely. Like, it's just, you know... And, again... Like, I, I actually got into a little discussion with someone regarding, like, their whole four-man, three-man rotation thing. And they actually made the argument that, you know, they showed the evidence that it wasn't that which was causing them to lose. It was that their bullpen uh, blew some saves. Like, Colome, who's actually pretty good, blew saves. And they they have no offense. That's but I'm like, fine. Yeah, but, again, like, I just don't see how you're not going to burn out bullpen arms doing this method. Yeah, like, what if, like, okay, fine, you have three starters, because the original plan was four, then, like, didn't, like, Nate Evaldi die, so now it's, like, three starters, and I don't, I really don't know, I don't care about the Rays enough to, like, know the full details of their nonsense, but either way, if you're planning on, like, having a bullpen game every five days, what happens when, like, on day three or four, you, your starter just doesn't have it, and, like, gets out of the game in, like, the first or second or third inning, and you just have to have a bullpen game that day. What do you do the next day when it's your bullpen yeah, game? Exactly. Like you can't tell me that you're honestly trying to compete and field a major league team and not have enough major league players. And and again, like I'm still upset with them for trading Longoria. And my I shouldn't be because he literally killed us like all the time. Yeah. But it's just like he did everything for you. He took like lesser deals, you know, and you just, you know, you just traded him for nothing. It's like what, what a terrible organization. And then like there were people trying to defend it because like they got Carlos uh, Gomez or Gonzalez. Gomez. Which one did they get? I forget they which got, cargo they got. They got. <laughs> yeah, that one. They're like, oh well, they got him, so he can, you know, he's similar to Longoria. I was like. Yeah, but that's not the point. This guy was the your not even the face of your franchise. He yeah, was he's your franchise. Literally, who you think of when you think of a Tampa Bay uh, Rays player, and now you know. Yeah. He's absolutely not. Now he's a now he's a giant, which is just yeah. weird. Speak speaking of weird, um, you know how the the vaunted bullpen has was supposed to be vaunted, and it's kind of not. Excuse me. They're now known as the haunted right. poop pen. That's right. That was a. That was a headline, wasn't it? <laughs> I was, I was, it was. I was. I was happy with that one. <laughs> I was very proud of it. And <laughs> when somebody yelled at us on Twitter about it, that made me oh, feel yes. even better. I was like, you really have not been reading this site, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you call like, journalism? No, I was it's say, like, not Have at you all. seen our other headlines? Like, this is probably one of our <laughs> lesses, lesser offensive ones, or silly. Yeah. My favorite one is still Sonny's D doesn't delight after his first game where, like, his defense was just so bad that, like, 
He ended up giving up four unearned runs. <laughs> that was pretty good. Might have, like, yelled Mearns at you or something, but I liked it. I probably had it coming, oh, I, but it's still oh, my proudest moment. Coming. Like, there, there are very few ones that I'm not proud of. Yeah, no, the bullpen needs to... I mean, they have been... It's hard to say they've been better just because they literally gave up, like, I don't know, 10 runs on uh, t- Tuesday's game against the Red Sox. Like, it wasn't good at all. But they've slightly improved. Like, I mean, Batantis has at least shown that he's a bit more stable. Uh, Canely needs to figure out his stuff. Yeah, so uh, I guess... And actually, um, Jake Devin, PSA writer, actually pointed out that Canely's average on his uh, uh, average velocity has been down like two miles per hour from compared to like last April, which is pretty significant. And I was reading earlier today that um, Aaron Boone said that Canely told him that he feels fine, so it's hopefully not like an injury thing. And Canely said that he thinks it's a mechanical issue, so I mean, hopefully it is, and that's something he can get sorted out instead of you know, him joining, like, Brandon Drury and Greg Bird and, you know, needing to be a macho man and hide an injury. Something. I, like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, if he's hurt, he better say something. They need to... They yeah, all please. need to stop that crap. It, it's really it's dumb. It's the dumbest. Like, it absolutely is the dumbest thing. Like, say you're hurt. It's not hard. Just be like... It's, it's not... It's... Like you're you're hurting the team by going out there and being it, bad. Like if look at it, think of it like even in a business standpoint, it's like your your body is your literal like selling point, and it needs yeah, to work you don't have in that. order for you to you know do well and get paid and get you know no, well I mean I guess if they get injured they still get paid, but and I'm not saying that I don't want that to happen, I'm just saying like it's your literal like your best quality. About you, except for Didi, because his best quality is his entire being. His soul. Yeah, his soul, exactly. <laughs> he, he is definitely the, the soul stone of the uh, Infinity infinity Gems. Yeah, but even so, like, even even if you get, like, paid while you're injured, like, unless you're, like, unless you have, like, a Stantonian contract, shout out to my boy John Sterling right there, but unless you have, like, a monster contract, like, where you are guaranteed $300 million for the next 13 years, even when you get injured and, you know, if you can't come back from it, you're you're going to stop getting money real soon. Yeah, exactly. And, and I get where they're coming from because they get put in this tough spot where, like, oh, well, you know, they get labeled, like, soft, whatever that means, if they don't um, just kind of try and power through it. But then when they're bad... People are going to yell at them because they're not good. Like, well, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I just want people to be healthy. Like, it's, again, what I always try to stress to people who are like, the Yankees need to form a new dynasty and whatever, and I just look at them as like, all right, do you realize, like, during that time, there were no, like, really, really major serious injuries, especially like 98. They were healthy pretty much the entire year. And that's what I care about. Like, that's the best way to success. You know, be healthy. Be, you know, that's what keeps you, you know, when you have a cohesive functioning unit, you know, you just have to be healthy. It's so, it's 
that's why I loved uh, Cano, because he was healthy for nine years straight. Excuse me, he didn't hustle. Oh, right, excuse me, sorry. Speaking of healthy, I think Aaron Hicks is coming back uh, tomorrow, which would be Thursday's game, since this will probably go up Friday. That's the plan as of right now. So I guess he played uh, five innings on Tuesday. He was supposed to play a full uh, nine innings today, which is Wednesday. And I guess that they originally they thought that they would just have him come to Detroit, but I think they want him a little bit sooner than later so they don't have to rely on squints at the name Shane Robinson. Yeah, that's a real person. I, I remember when they said he was called up, and I was like, I 100% remember that he was on the Yankees. <laughs> I remember Tyler Norton being like, hey, do you remember when he they signed him, and we were like, oh, it would be, take a catastrophe for him to be, get called up? And I was like, no, I have no recollection of them signing him or that he existed as a person. I honestly didn't even really remember uh, Jace Peterson. No, I only remember, like... I didn't know he was there, but when he called up, I did remember his existence just because his name was Jace. Ah, yes. That does help. But he has since been DFA'd to make room for Shane Robinson. Which is just something you really didn't think you'd hear in, <laughs> uh, you know, for the 2018 Yankees. But injury, again, injuries are terrible. Injuries are bad. Yes, they, they cause you to bring up Shane Robinsons and... <laughs> You know, it's it's just not... Again, you get into 2013 Yankees, and while Oof. we can look back on that time as, well, just plain silly, um, you know, it's not, it's not something you want to aspire to. No, never. Speaking of the 2013 Yankees, uh, Matt Ferencik is going to have a post up, I think, tomorrow, so yesterday, for those of you listening, about some of the dumbest lineups we've seen uh, that happened that year, so... I hope you enjoyed reading that while I look forward to it. I know, the, the opening day lineup, like, I would feel has to be on there, just because <laughs> it's it was so bad. Now, 2013, that was the Eucalyptus year, right? Yes, it was. That was bad. I believe that was also the Travis Yusikawa year, as in he was on the team for one game, and I happened to be on that game, and then he was DFA'd, like, the actual <laughs> next day. Oh, 2013. That was also when, like, they had to keep Lyle over. They had to move Lyle, Lyle over May to the outfield to keep his bat in the lineup. Yes, they That's needed. That's how bad they were. <laughs> they needed that Lyle over Bay hot bat. Oh God! How I don't miss you, 2013 Yankees. Oh no! My favorite part of going to that actual Travis Ishikawa game was I was with my friend, and after the you know opening lineups, he literally looked at me as like who are these people? And I said, I don't know. Like, I really can't tell you. I, I honestly don't know. I can't tell you at all. I, bl- I blog about the Yankees, but I have no idea. Yeah. That, that's how bad they are. Like that's <laughs> again, let's not relive that year. People need to get healthy. You know, Hicks is back soon. Uh, Ellsbury is Ellsbury. So <laughs> again, we, we have no expectations there. Yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully um, uh, you say, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Clint Frazier should be ramping it up to. Yeah. Uh, CC Sabathia should only miss one start if he didn't, like, break his hip further during this dumb brawl. Or get suspended, but, yeah. Or get suspended, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of which, um, I guess they announced that Sonny Gray was going to take his start, I guess, because CC was scheduled to start Thursday. Sonny Gray's starting instead. 
So it'll be curious to see where the Yankees go forward from there. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. Sonny Gray was his uh, outing last time good. I'm I'm so lost on like pitching outings lately, just because it. He started off strong, but then I think he like kind of melted down. I don't think it was bad per se. Let's look it up. <laughs> well, in the meantime, while you're looking that up, um. Yeah, who else is injured that is, like, important? Oh, I, oh, I guess Gary was injured, but he seems to be on the way back. I, I can't recall <laughs> All, all he needed of... was that injury to wake him up, because he's back with a vengeance. Did Tyler Wade, has Tyler Wade been playing at all, or is he still affected by, like, whatever flu he had? Oh, yeah, uh, that's he's, right. He's actually playing today. Oh, okay, no, um, it was Brandon Drury who I was thinking of, because, yeah. holy crap. That was yeah, something. we should talk about that. Speaking of, well, going back to the whole being dumb and hiding injuries, Brandon Drury, if you're suffering from migraines and blurred vision for years. Years. Actual tell years. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. Like, when we first heard about it, like, Aaron Boone said that uh, he just found, he had just found out the day it happened that Brandon Drury had been dealing with this for years. So at first I was like, wait, did the Diamondbacks not disclose this? Because there could be some, like, potential like issues there but apparently he somehow managed to hide this from the diamondbacks forever as well yeah like this is again like brian cashman didn't know about it and it's just come on how is, is i don't has there been any official word on what has been happening you know because i know he went for tests on monday and I thought we were supposed to hear something about it yesterday. And you did the news yesterday. Did you see anything there, about it? There was nothing yesterday. The only thing yesterday was we're still awaiting results. So yeah. maybe we'll hear something after tonight's game. But I think tonight's focus will probably end up being on this dumb brawl than anything else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can tell you that we'll probably be opening, opening uh, tomorrow's link dump. I still have to think <laughs> of the title. I'm sure it'll come to you when you need it. Yeah. It won't. Um, <laughs> my my cleverness is over, but I'm too I'm too inca- I'm encapsulated by the dumb to actually care about being witty. <laughs> I just, I just really want players not to get injured. But yeah, Brandon Drury, come on. I I I mean he might be out. Like I mean it's it's good that the Yankee. We should talk about that too. It's good that the Yankees have depth. Like yeah, I mean. This is now Miguel Andujar's chance to, you know, do what he needs to do and show that he's a, he can stay. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, this is his time to shine. Because, I mean, with, with Drury out for the foreseeable future, like, there's no, he has no timetable as of right now. Um, yeah, they don't know what's wrong with him. Exactly. Like, how do you, like, it's, and it's migraines too. It's not even just, like, something that there's really, an, treatment or solution out there for like i really don't know this is like long-term dangerous in my opinion but yeah. i'm also not a doctor this is, so this is my unqualified terribly not professional opinion obviously <laughs> yeah it sounds bad is all i gotta say i guess it does oh, man. uh sorry to interrupt this but it's the top of the ninth and gary sanchez is facing carson smith who was supposed to like you know be one of the top guys in the Red Sox bullpen, and he has a 9.82 ERA, so yay! Wow. Well, hopefully Gary hits his third home run of the day. That'd be nice. Would be nice. He's he's up in the count 2 nothing. so let's see. 
Hooray. We'll keep you posted and, and just piss up, even though you'll already know what happens by the time you hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still keep you posted anyway so you can relive it. For our, our live podcast <laughs> uh, scoring update. <laughs> Basically, I'm keeping Greg updated. Pretty much. He I mean, needs I to know, guys. It, I have it game dayed while we're doing this. Oh, there you go. Fine, maybe I won't tell you. You can. Okay. I, mean, I, I appreciate it. It's I might awesome. woohoo so you'll know. I'll take a woohoo, you know. Just a woohoo. Ugh. Well, Gary Sanchez did not hit a home run. He grounded out to first base. Rude. Very yeah. rude. Uh, uh, brief, I guess a brief uh, mention to Brett Gardner, who is... Oh, that's what we should talk about. We've, we, you know... We spend all this time talking about Sanchez and Stanton and, you know, Hicks and Didi, but we should probably talk quickly about uh, Aaron Judge. And, I mean, he's not, like, destroying the – I mean, he hit a 444-foot home run on Monday uh, – Tuesday, but he is really having, like, a very good start to the season in terms of just seeing the ball well, walking, getting base hits, and, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we love him for his dingers and – that's kind of what his claim to fame is, but they'll come. They'll come. For right now, I'll I'll take what he's doing so far. Like, you know, not chasing pitches. You know, he's getting on base, taking his walks when they come, hitting the ball when they come. Like, you know, you know, he's happy with just getting a single, getting on base, and letting the rest of the lineup do. He knows he doesn't have to carry this team on his back because of like the talent that's there. And especially now, like if it looks like you know Stanton and Sanchez are awake and hitting. Just keep on keeping on, guys. <laughs> yeah, again, there was that one game where, you know, Gary, Judge, and Stanton all hit two-run home runs. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the potential right there. That's mm-hmm. what you can see. But And it's good that Judge is, you know, he's starting off strong. Gardner also starting off strong. You know, he's getting on base, which is what Brett Gardner does. Yeah, it was weird. I guess on Tuesday they gave him a night off and – uh, Neil Walker was leading off, and then today, or so Wednesday, Brett Gardner was back in the lineup. I guess they gave him the day off just because, you know, it was Chris Sale and tough lefty and Gardner's a lefty. But, so today, on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, sorry, Gardner was back in the lineup, and, you know, he was leading off again, and then, like, right during the beginning of the game, like, David Cohen mentioned, like, this lineup just looks a lot more natural with, like, Brett Gardner at the top, Followed by Judge, then Stanton, then Sanchez, then Didi, and Walker. It's a lot more balanced this way, and it's not really a knock against Walker. It's just that's it's just it's Brett Gardner where he belongs, and it just works out. And the Yankees have scored ten runs, so it's yeah. been good today. Exactly. All right. Well, I guess since we're talking positives, um, we we pretty much covered all the bases, so uh, we will get to the Yankee and the <laughs> Mitre of the week. Brought to you by my stupid clown horn noise that I can make, which I can hear Shaw laughing in the background when I make it. Because I, I really did not know you just make that with your body. I thought it was a like something that it was just edited in whenever it was needed. Well, Mearns did. Like he used my, you know, clown horn, right. but you know, I, I did do it. Yes, that that's all me. That's all Greg Kirkland. That blows my mind. All right. So I guess uh, who is your Yankee of the week? Uh, I just based off of yesterday and today, it's gonna go to Giancarlo Stanton for 
you know, getting away from, I guess, Yankee Stadium and waking up and hopefully, you know, this is the sign of things to come. And when he goes back to the stadium, he'll be launching his dingers and everyone will shut up because they he never should have been booed in the first place and they should all just shut up anyway. Agreed. Uh, based on yesterday and today and, well, the start of the season, and I, I guess this is kind of cheating, but I don't care. I'm going with uh, Aaron Judge. I mean, that's very fair. He's he's just doing everything he needs to do right now. Uh, you know, great hitting, you know, hitting him second. You know, you, you, I was just thinking, like, maybe think – there's a part of me that thinks about, like, switching Judge and Stanton just so, you know, Stanton might see better pitches knowing that Judge is up next. But I don't think it matters much. Like I, like it, you said, I think yeah. Stanton will put it together, so. I think it's just, like, a matter – like, so, like, they mentioned that it was, like, Stanton's, like, timing. So, like – once he gets back, and once he gets back to you know normal, like gets caught up with where he needs to be, he'll be just fine. He'll see what he needs to see. And plus, I mean, the pr- other problem was like Stanton wasn't hitting, but behind him was Sanchez, and Sanchez wasn't hitting. So if Gary's starting to hit, then Stanton will start seeing the better pitches anyway. And yeah. protecting Gary in the lineup is Didi Gregorius, which like three years ago would have been a hilarious like, oh man, that sounds very 2013 Yankees. But now it's like, oh yeah. Didi Gregorius is protecting Gary Sanchez in the lineup. Gary will see his pitches too. <laughs> yeah, because Didi Gregorius is amazing and a knight. And I would like to give an honorable mention as a Yankee of the Week to Sanchez just for his performance in today's game and his overall, like, as we mentioned earlier, his catching his, has improved, his defense has improved. So you do you. I'll be honest. I thought that honorary one was going to D-Rob just because you're you. but I, I'm trying not to. but I know. It's hard. It, it is hard. He's not an honorary Yankee. He's just he's not even the Yankee of the week. He's just the Yankee. Right. Not even the Yankee of the year. He's just the Yankee. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh who is your Mitre of the week? I'm sorry to throw it at you, but Tommy Canley, you are up. Yeah. Uh that performance on Tuesday was not what they needed. Yeah. It just hasn't been good. He has not. Uh it, it has not been a pleasure to watch him play or pitch recently which is sad because you i love watching tommy canely pitch when he's on and yeah recently no no it has not been good and uh my mitri of the week will also be going to a bullpen member who is no longer here uh jonathan holder uh let's just clarify he's not dead he's just not on the yankees (laughs) is he though <laughs> we sure <laughs> you're like he's no longer here I, I kind of made it sound like he's no longer with us <laughs> thoughts and prayers i guess <laughs> r.i.p jonathan holder he couldn't hold her there <laughs> he might make my yankee of the week just for that pun alone but <laughs> no uh just terrible terrible performance and like after you know he was dfa and i'm like yeah I, I think we've seen enough. But, again, like, I guess I can't be too mad because he's here to mop. But get get your crap together. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with him. But, yeah, get get your crap together. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully, you know, the bullpen turns around. Because, like, I'm fine with Jonathan Holder being bad because, like, he's not really – he's just there, in my opinion. The rest of the guys, they need to get better, though. Right. Yes, they do. I just, there's just not, like, something is, like, it's been also, like, I'll be honest, it's been also a really 
run of bad luck. Like, incredible catches against us, like, ridiculous, perfectly timed double play here and there. Everything, you know, injuries, and just, I feel, I always feel like April is probably both equally, like, one of the best and worst months of baseball because it's so good because you're so high, and if you don't start off well, like, say, the Mets, who are starting off literally 10-1 and as of the recording of this podcast, um, if you, you know, if there's a lot of bad luck like the Yankees have happening, it just makes it seem like, oh, this is going to be a thing all year, and it's probably not. You know, a lot of championship teams have started off really badly and then just completely heated it up, you know, whether it's a day off they need or whatever. So, I I feel like this is still going to be a pretty incredible team. It's just last week last week was just uh, brutal. It's funny that you mentioned like April in general because last year, like towards the end of April, the Yankees were doing so well. I don't remember what their exact record was, but you know when people were enjoying it, the Yankees were in first place. And then there were these like you know party poopers who wanted to rain on everybody's parade and be like, well remember it's still April. So I wrote this thing about like you know it's okay to enjoy April too, and then. Uh, I actually have another article coming up that will be posted tomorrow, so yesterday for those of you listening. This is kind of fun to do that, by the way. But, travel in the podcast? Yeah. It's just about, like, you know, the Yankees have kind of hit their rock bottom this year. Like, that 14-1 to 1 loss or whatever, 14, that loss on Tuesday, they really can't go much lower than there. They're going to, they can only go up from there, and they will, because... They're just gonna. It's just gonna balance out. It's just math at this point. For the record, if the Yankees blow this game uh, again tonight, being Wednesday, we we know like we have uh, audio evidence of why they blow it or they blew it because Shaw was like, it can't get much lower. Losing this game tonight would probably be worse than losing the fourteen to one game. I am tempting them. That is true, and it is Aroldis Chapman coming in for the ninth. So sorry, guys. I did this. Yeah, I was almost going to say, like, he has not been bad as of late, but I don't want to because that would only <laughs> compound upon your jinxing, so I don't want to jinx either. I'm going to move away from this and end on this. I want to go back to the brawl really quickly because somebody earlier, there's two things I want to mention really quickly going back about it. Somebody earlier talked about how nobody would want to fight this Yankees team, which, like, very much makes sense. So I want to give a special shout-out to Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, Gary Sanchez, Dellen Betances, CeCe Sabathia, and you know what? I'll even throw in Aroldis Chapman in here, even though he was useless during the Tigers brawl last year. We're just being, like, jacked-up dudes. So, like, if somebody were to start something with the Yankees, like, I, the Yankees have to be, like, the heavyweight, like, favorites in that. Oh, with 100%. Again, again, I must reiterate that Judge and Stanton by themselves pretty much got most of the Red Sox players right back to their dugout. So, yeah. And then the second thing I'd like to point out is a special, ex- extremely special shout-out to Aaron Judge for not ripping Joe Kelly's head off because uh, Mike Ianiello at Ianiello21 on Twitter posted a screenshot of where he Aaron Judge has Joe Kelly like in a headlock almost, and he could easily just rip his head off, and he's just doing what he can to, you know, to maintain the peace instead of actually giving in to the brawl. Exactly. And just for fun reference, you know, mentioning CeCe Sabathia, uh, Ryan Rucco uh, just tweeted that he can't wait for the next uh, R2C2 podcast either. So I might (laughs) give that a listen because that will probably be 
uh, amazing. Yeah, I would love to hear it from CC's point of view. Because <laughs> you know he's just going to be so angry. He's going to be as angry as I was when I, I talked about, like, cupcakes and milkshakes. Oh, yes. Well, let's not, let's not get into that. <laughs> let's, not, let's, let's not anger the Shaw again. Exactly. So, yeah, let's end it. You know, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can listen to the podcast on the RSS feed on the post. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can add us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at I'm not an HR hitter. Yours is, what is it today? Today I'm at Yankees. Just at the Yankees. <laughs> at the Yankees with any Hassop questions. <laughs> or feedback. Just at Yankees. Kunshaw sucks. They respond, who? I was like, who is that? Maybe, of course, maybe the Yankees Twitter person does listen to the Pasop. Maybe he does. Like Clayton Kershaw and all the rest. I mean, they're all, they are all Pasop fans number one, so I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Oh, we're also on Instagram, too, I believe. Like, Tyler keeps that updated, so good for him. Doesn't he? All right. So, um, again, the Yankees have not won this game yet. They have not lost. So we're going to end it and just hope it works out for the best. Uh, he is Kun Shaw. I'm Greg Kirkland. Thank you again for listening. And as always, go Yankees. And again, more specifically, screw the Boston Red Sox. Woo! Boo! The woo was for the Yankees. The boo was for the Red Sox. Just to clarify. Thank you, Shaw. Thank you. It's always good when you explain the joke, right? Exactly. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>